Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Everything Goes. You know, give everybody a chance to get in here. I just noticed when I sent out the the, uh, <clears throat> the notification that I forgot to change today, so it's a good thing I announced these shows before the last one's over, so you know that I'm going to be there at a certain time. But anyway, everything else is, is uh, the same, so again, I welcome everybody coming into the show right now uh yes how you doing dan how you doing uh the um just gonna give everybody a chance to get in i want to get into a lot of um different topics tonight hopefully i can have a eye-opening moment hey how now you doing i made it from sydney australia look at that you got the Aussies listening. <laughs> the sound is still off, but we listen. Are you kidding me? Hold on a second. I'm going to try something here. All right. Does that sound better? I'm trying to figure out what's different that is going on that hasn't happened before. I have no idea. Uh, so, again, let me know if this is getting better, worse, whatever's going on. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I can try one more thing. It sounds like something is running in the background. Really? Oh, you know what? Maybe. Let me see something here. Hang on. I just want to open up. Are you kidding me? Alright. Nope. Nope. Let me see if I disconnect this thing. Trying to see if there's. Mm. All right, let's do this. Give me one second here. I'm not sure what's going on. I. So mm. that makes a difference. Okay, does, did that make any change whatsoever? Uh, no. Okay. Shit. All right. How about, how about that now? Is that better? Is that any better? Let me know. Uh, no. Shit, I have no idea. Oh, yes, it's better. Okay, I got one good and one no. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. I'm all screwed up. All right, we're just going to carry on with the show. And hopefully we can get through it without being harassed, attacked, or whatever. You know, um, okay. So I guess it all depends on who you are. Uh, it's not as like, okay, that could be changed. All right, I'm just bringing the mic closer to me. I'm just changing the tune, the tone. All right. Anyway, I'm going to talk about utopia. Utopia. And I want you to hear... That ball-headed bastard in the WEF talking about utopia. Because this whole utopian um, agenda that we're hearing about today 
it's going to come at a major, major cost. You know, uh, well, it is about the WF Utopia. And we have to understand that everything that we're, they're doing right now is they're weeding out the population to see who will go with. You remember George Carlin? You remember him when he was a comedian? And he said that there's a party going on and you and I are not invited. In other words, these billionaires for the last 80 years, at least last 80 years, have created the shithole we live in today. Okay, they're talking about changing everything because they caused all the problems. You know how they said that it was our fault that we have, we're leaving a footprint behind. We are doing this. We, we ain't doing jack shit. None of us. None of us. That whole bullshit about us leaving a footprint behind is so full of shit it's not even funny. I'm going to take you down memory lane because I've got history. Okay, I've got history that I do remember. Okay. <clears throat> Growing up in Detroit during that time, the automotive industry was God in Detroit. Gotta say it was the God of Detroit. And at that time, that God was an oppressive and evil God that was destroying everything, environment-wise, family-wise, people-wise. It was turning people into dung, literally. And what happened was, when you went over I-94 going east, some of you that listen to the show from the Midwestern area of the U.S., Michigan, whatever, will recall. They had this big, huge fucking billboard there, General Tire, and, the, and this meter was just spinning like a top. Every time our car came off the assembly line, whether it be GM, Ford, Chrysler, American Motors, Volkswagen, Beetle, because those were the big, big car companies of the time. The big three, they called them. G, uh, American Motors got absorbed by Chrysler over a period of time, and Volkswagen basically faded into the sunset. But at that time, Every time a car went off the assembly line, that thing would spin like a top. And we had over a million tires sold. And when you went over I-94, the factories that were there were spewing so much shit, it wasn't even funny. Couldn't even breathe. Went over I-75 South, uh, over Taylor. You could, you'd have to crank up the windows that stunk so bad. The River Rouge was killed by Ford Motor Company. And yet, these guys were making huge profits way beyond their forecast and didn't spend one dime, not one penny, nothing to fix their shit. Nothing. Not a damn thing. The steel and coal industry in the United States was also putting up crap like there was no tomorrow, poisoning rivers and streams, and doing everything under the sun, and didn't lift one Finger. All the profits they were making at that time could have attempted even 5% of their profit margin would have went into cleaning up their own shit. In other words, they were shitting everywhere and not even wiping their ass. That's how bad it was. And um, they caused that. They created that. 
that's just in the automotive sector. We're not talking about the chemical industry. In Windsor, Ontario, in Amherstburg, we had a, a chemical company at the time called Allied Chemical. It was dumping shit everywhere. Everywhere. And it didn't do anything to clean up its environment. That soil is still shit for brains today. To this very day. So when they talk this nonsense about, you know, environmental changes, these billionaires today will not spend one penny to clean their own shit. Not one. This is their utopia that they're talking about. And they want to enforce and inflict. Yeah, I done, haven't done a thing. <laughs> haven't done a thing. Must be what I'm saying. The utopia that they're wanting to bring in is trying to force mankind into a state or level of de-evolution. The billionaires will have all the luxuries, they'll have all the tech, they'll have all the clean water, and the rest will suffer. This is, the, this is their idea of a utopia. They made the mess. Automobile industry, let's go back to that. They had carburetors back in the 50s that would give you over 100 miles to the gallon when gas was about a dime a gallon. That technology is still not being used today. Why is it that the United States and Canada, the best you can get out of a car is a 25 to 35 mile per gallon uh, usage, where in Europe they're getting 60 and 70 miles to a gallon? Why is that? People have to burn more gas and, have to, and again, create more pollution because the technology in the automotive industry has been suppressed so are we at fault no trying to get this across loud and clear the farming industry let's go to the farming industry shall we when Monsanto was bringing in their genetically modified shit that they're planting into the ground they went after a farmer in Canada Percy Schmeiser when they drove down the road and their vehicle wasn't tarped properly and they polluted his farm. And when they polluted his farm, then they took him to court. This is why I have no faith in the court systems either. How does a farmer protect his land? Is he supposed to elevate the land into the atmosphere and levitate it so that when the truck drives by, there isn't tarped that they're genetically modified shit? doesn't touch the soil, it's impossible. So instead of the judges ruling that the damages were done to Percy Schmeiser's land, because he had been hybriding uh, the canola seed for over 40 years, and wouldn't buy any of that genetically modified shit from Monsanto, which is now owned by Bayer, Bayer Monsanto, okay, they polluted and genetically modified his farm without his permission. They caused the problem. They caused the issue. And yet the courts ruled in the favor of Monsanto, which tells you that the billionaires did, wouldn't repair their own shit. Wouldn't lift a finger for their own sh to clean up their own mess. Okay. And that's just not in 
with Monsanto, Syngesta was spraying shit out in the field that was altering the genetic code of the frogs that, and the amphibians that was exposed to their genetically modifying sprays. Did they fix the problem? No. Did they go out and clean up the area? No. This is their idea of utopia. Turning the planet into a shithole and then blaming the, the people that live on the planet as the cause of the problem. The WEF is nothing more than a lie. That's it. And it's penetrated the cabinet in Canada. I was listening to Liberty today, Liberty Channel. And they had this guy named Amon. And I follow this guy. He's talking about 6G. He's a little bit behind on it, but he's talking about it. And when she asked him the question about the politics, he made a profound statement. The guy sounded like me. I could have sworn he was quoting me. <laughs> he wasn't, but I'm just like, you know, again, making a little levity here. He was saying that never trust a politician. God, where have I heard that before? And he was saying that the way you understand politics, and you want to really get this correctly, um, uh, the politician today, have they ever increased, increased our rights and privileges? No. They've always diminished them. Look at the truck strike, truck, truckers' strike in Canada. You know, I, I don't know what to do about it. I got half of you saying it's good, and I got the other half of you saying it's not good. So I have no idea. I've got everything off in this, in, in this room except the computer. So I have no idea what's going on. Maybe my sound card may be going. Who knows? Maybe I'm being attacked you know, because I'm talking about stuff that you really need to hear, and that's some shit. Um, uh, but anyway, I don't know what's going on with this thing. Maybe it's the mic. Hey, does that sound any better? Let me know. Maybe something changed here. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, probably. Um, okay. Maybe a bad wire connection. Okay, I tried that again. We've got a hold. All right. Anyway, when you hear their rhetoric on this utopia they're talking about, like I said, they turn the earth into a shithole. And they've taken, and the politicians have been taking away your rights. Every time they have an opportunity to destroy your uh, privileges and your rights, they have been doing that. Okay. There is no... Uh, uh, yeah, I may, have, I may have to change this mic, but I'll have to see. Maybe it could be this, um, like I said, maybe a sound card issue. I'll have to have it, have it checked out. Uh, never, and I said this before, never, um, believe it or not, Evelyn, this is an upgrade. These are, this is brand new mic, brand new computer. I mean, I, you can't get any more upgraded than this thing. I mean, you got, what, uh, 16? gigs and uh, RAM in this thing. I forget, it's operating almost at 300 gigahertz. This is a, um, uh, a blue mic, so it's, uh, it's up there. So I may have to buy another mic if it's possible. Um, 
these things don't seem to have any kind of durability either. Um, the um, the system that we have today cannot be relied upon. You know, um, I like the idea of one going to work, holding out long enough to hurt their wallets and meet our terms. Well, that's the only way you're going to stop these guys. You know, like I said, they, they've actually showed us this with the switching places when, um, um, I get the comedian's name now, but he makes comments. If you want to hurt a rich man, so you got to hurt him in the wallet. All the stuff that they're doing, okay, Bill Gates is buying land and property throughout the United States. He owns 270,000 acres. And you know what the interesting thing about that is? It's not that he bought the property in the farmland. It's that the farmland that he bought have underground wells beneath them. Huge volumes of water. And... Uh, yeah, it could be a smart new mic. If it's a smart new mic, it's kind of stupid, don't you think? <laughs> the AI. Um, the, uh, he's bought this land with the intent of controlling the water table in America. Again, I got all these links up there for you to look at. I even got at the end of, the, uh, at the end of that, that section... The version of the Wicked Witch of the West when Dorothy throws a bucket of water on the, on the uh, a scarecrow and it hits the witch and she starts to melt. That's what's happening to America. They are destroying it from within. See, all these countries are corporations, so that means that you don't have to use an army to conquer a country. You can go in and just basically invest the country to death. You control its resources, you can control... Yeah, he's, well, he's got over 270,000 acres of farm. I got I got a picture of the uh, what he owns. It's in there as well. You can click on it. You can see what he owns. You can see what he's bought. And you can see where the water table is. Imagine that. You know, imagine that. They are going to the next stage after this chemical warfare they're dumping on America. There was 11 targets in America that were hit with, uh, with uh, chemical warfare. The next step will be to starve Americans, to force them into eating crickets and worms and all this other shit. This is where everyone needs to wake up. This is where utopia is taking us. This is where their utopian nightmare is heading. I'm going to play a certain segment, um, actually a lot of this stuff, about the WEF and... I'm going to play a lot on this digital ID, how they already got the British buying into the bullshit. This is the thing that they always do. They make everything look like a Barbie doll appearance. Everything looks so pretty and so nice and neat. Um, um, the, uh, and what they're going to do is make it look so attractive that it seems like, oh, what? And again, they show in this thing how. People think having cash is a problem. I don't know how having cash is an, uh, an inconvenience. I'd rather pull cash out of my wallet than a plastic most of the time. It's paid for, it's done, I have no debt, no credit, nothing. You know, um, the, uh, uh, well, he already has the area where 
uh, Palestine, Ohio had that problem. Silly Billy already owns land there. You know. Well, it's not, you shouldn't say damn Brits, really, you shouldn't. Because this is coming to America. This is coming to Canada. This is coming to New Zealand. This is coming to Australia. This is coming to South Africa. It's coming to the Caribbean. Anywhere where the British Commonwealth still exists today, it's coming back. It's going to be there. Again, everything's done through a, a segment or trial where uh, they bring this shit on. And again, um, once it's in place, they fine-tune it and then spread it out. They've always been doing this. So again, um, uh, well, you know what? Maybe you should do the research on the Beamer. I really don't know anything about the Beamer, to be honest with you. When you ask me questions about other products, I don't research other products. I do my own research and what I'm dealing with. Now, if you want to use the product, again, do the research on how it's going to affect nanotechnology in your body. Okay. A lot of these devices that are out there today are hacks. And you have to understand that they're hacks. So when you keep asking me all these questions about these different products, I don't have that kind of time to research every product. Unless you're willing to pay me to do that, then I will. But uh, if you want to know that information, then based on the information that I have given you on nanobiotech, you should be able to, de to deduce if this device is going to further exponentially uh, incorporate more integration of this nanotech inside your system. Something you may need to start thinking about. See, if you asking me these questions is great and wonderful to a point. But after a while, you should be able to have enough common sense, I think, anyway, to be able to do this on your own. If nanotechnology can be affected by energy of any kind, then you should be asking this question, will this trigger this, this effect? Now, I don't research all these devices, so I can't really answer that question anyway. You know, <clears throat> so, uh, well, that's what I mean. I haven't either, and I don't have the time to go looking at all this shit because there's so much crap out there. You can spend your freaking life... Uh, uh, looking at all these products and 90% of them are just garbage anyway, you know. So if you're not looking at what we're doing and building these devices for your own personal use and you want to, you know, uh, I don't know, spend money stupidly, carry on. If it activates the technology in your system, then you know you made a mistake. I guess that's the best way to put it. <laughs> I used this product and it screwed me up really badly, you know. Uh, anyway. I want to get back to this utopian thing, because tonight it's really important that we understand where they're taking I just got done talking uh, to uh, Rich Columbia, I was on the phone for about an hour, and we are talking about different things that are going on, and what's going on out there, and the community they're at, and what's happening, and we're talking about all these things that I mentioned tonight. We're in a war, boy, and it's a, and it's a beauty, and it's going to cost. One of you could stop and see how many products are marketed uh, in... Australia to protect from 5G uh, organized pendant. Yeah, we got the same shit here. Uh, uh, same thing, you know. It uh, <clears throat> and the majority of those parts don't do jack shit. Really, they just cut. They just take your money and they laugh at you. Um, uh, so again, 
Um, I tried Shungite and Pendants. They're all rubbish, yeah, pretty much. And I tell people not to wear, even not to wear the uh, Pendant that's a Shungite because that's C60 and you'll absorb it. So, and again, it's sometimes it's frustrating because I have to repeat this like 99 million times. And I get it because a lot of times a lot of people haven't heard this information. But, you know, <clears throat> all the stuff we've talked about, carbon C60 and the rest, again, now I guess somebody that's been coming to the show will ask me something about that product again. It's like, are you kidding me? And why are you still dwelling on this thing? But I get it that their memories are being burned out from the nanoparticles in the air and the foods they're eating and the shit they're breathing in. So they get into this burnout phase and a lot of people can't, can't hold any memory. I'm realizing that more and more now, you know. Um, and again, this is part of that utopian agenda. Trying to erase the memories of people. Um, so, um, in that regard. So anyway, I'm going to play some stuff tonight. A lot of different things, a lot of different things. Uh, and I want you to be aware that, A, the footprint that's being left on the planet was created by the billionaires that are here today. All of them. In any technology, any uh, industry, any uh, natural resource that we have today, they're the ones that propagated it. They're the ones that have marketed it. They're the ones that created that market so that they would go after these things that we're using today. A lot of the technology we're using today is dirty, outdated, and inefficient. Internal combustion engine should have been wiped out 40 years ago. It's the most it's inefficient engine out there. You're only getting a 20% efficiency rating on an internal combustion engine, and that's the best ones on top of the line. When you're talking about other engines of, of, uh, of uh, propulsion that we have today available, even the turbine engine is like something like 80-90% efficiency compared to the internal combustion engine, and yet that was never, never used. And if we were using a form of hydrogen, whether it's to turn it into steam or using it as an internal combustion engine, like, like a gas engine, but on a turbine level, the power output would far exceed anything that the internal combustion engine could do. And we're talking about this electric uh, car. It is the most wasteful thing going out there. And the only people that are going to be able to afford to drive that car are going to be millionaires. So this is not, again, a user-friendly technology on any level and yet they will blame us for the footprint now they're talking about the power grid going down because it's going to be overloaded with some stupid whatever again they're going to blame people for this problem they created the problem they created the economy that we have today they created the system that we're in today they made their money they're at the top of the food chain now they want a utopia. I have the shit they've left behind. Uh, uh, so, you know. Um, uh, Tony, picture Mike. <laughs> yeah, suspicious of you because Musk was propagating. All, okay. Um, uh, I wouldn't try. Okay, you, you you got one that dissolved. How long did that take to dissolve uh, to dissolve that capsule? Did you time it? 
is dissolved right away because if it took a long period of time, then it, you'll never break it down. Period. You won't. So, you know, you're basically, whatever you got in, in that capsule will be uh, immersed in, the, in it and it'll, you'll just shit it out. This is why I keep telling you, take the stuff out of the capsules because the majority of them do not break down in your system. I had one that never that bobs for 15, 20 minutes of hot boiling water, never dissolved at all. So depending on how long that took, if that took over a half hour, you'll never break it down. That'll be in your system and you'll shit it out. Um, so memory has been on a ongoing subject recently in shows and moves homecoming to the vets medicinal foods to raise the memory. Yep. Uh, well, I, uh, again, soy does that. The soy in the food supply causes the brain shrinkage, and in the male population, it damages memory because of the estrogen or the testosterone receptors in the brain are not being, uh, uh, being uh, connected to the testosterone receptors. So now you have estrogen when we should have uh, testosterone. See, I heard a lot of people saying, Take your money out of the bank and invest in gold and silver. Is that a good advice? I would tell you to buy some gold and silver, preferably silver, because silver is a lot more easier to barter with. But if you're staying in a digital ID, a digital system, where money is going to be completely digitized, I don't see where gold and silver are going to have any value. There's actually a verse in the Bible that tells you that people are going to be throwing their gold and silver out in the streets because it's going to be worthless. So the only place that's going to have values in an off-grid community where they'll still be using silver or other things to barter with in order to be able to get things that they need. Uh, so I don't know what to tell you on that unless you know, if you're going to stay within the confines of a digital system, a smart city grid, chances are that gold and silver is going to be absolutely useless because in order for you to get anything in that situation, you're going to have to be digital. So these smart cities that they're that they're creating, these 15-minute cities they're creating, these are all going to be digital. Again, controlled. Um, when I was listening to that Liberty thing on the 6G, uh, they may mention that, okay, you know, when you do have, let's say you have a yard sale, and you want to get rid of all your old clothing, that will be digitized, so they'll know that the clothing that you bought and that you sold to somebody else using their digital currency, they will know that that has been sold to somebody else, and then they will tax you on it. So right now, you can sell stuff, you can barter with each other, and nobody knows what's going on. And they're losing all this revenue. They want to get every drop of blood they can out of you. This is the billionaire now. These are the billionaires doing this. Again, controlling the political strike. Um... Uh, um, my barber apparently took the injectable, now has arrhythmia with heart monitor, uh, sick, uh, fucks and people don't need, yep, uh, okay, so anyway, let me, what we got here, okay, let me play a little bit of this, because I think, um, yeah, yeah, I want to play this one a little bit, because again, I'm, I'm seeing some interesting things here, hold on, here we go. Yeah, let's see what's going 
a global scale. If we do not formulate, shape together the necessary policies, they will escape our power. And we'll play that again. Want to pay attention to these terms. Global scale. If we do not formulate, shape together the necessary policies, they will escape our power to master those. I think the fourth revolution, industrial revolution, will be in our mind for quite some years to come. But what is very essential, my concern, my deep concern, is that the those technologies, if we do not work together on a global scale, if we do not formulate, shape together the necessary policies, <laughs> they will escape our power to master those technologies. Because uh, artificial intelligence, you can, it's relatively easy, let's say, to understand how a computer functions. Of course, if I go back to the first industrial revolution, how a steam engine functions. But how does really quantum computing function? How does um, artificial intelligence, particularly if it's self-replicating, <laughs> Even Klaus Schwab is afraid of AI. Okay. I've been telling that for a long time. That the artificial intelligence is a self-programmable operating system that doesn't need that doesn't need any input from a programmer. And anything that they put into it, it just adapts it and upgrades it. So when he's talking about if the global leaders do not work together, they're going to lose control. So we're in a pivotal junction in their operation to disengage them by creating pandemonium. If we can keep the global leaders from uniting in, in their effort to keep us, to put us under control, they will lose control. But, and here's the but, but you gotta get everybody to wake up on the idea that they're being manipulated under control. You know, uh, so again, uh, you know, when you're looking at this whole agenda that they're trying to bring in, they're trying to bring in their idea of utopia. Their idea of what they think should be the way things are. You have to remember, they are billionaires today because they created the economy that we have currently right now and what they're afraid of is losing power and losing control over everybody because of this technology the one they brought in they brought in this technology to make war and brought in this technology to uh, again further enslave mankind they brought in this technology 
to again direct us in what they wanted us to do. I do expect, I do think they expected some retaliation from their agenda that they were trying to bring in, but I don't think that they expected that it was going to come from so many different places. And I think places they thought they had an easy in on Canada, oh Canada, duh, and how they penetrated Canada, you know. Because it is a duh country, duh, you know. And as again, talking to somebody out in the West Coast, they were saying how a lot of people in the rural areas don't get it. And I'll tell you why they don't get it. When people live, leave the cities and go into the rural area, there's a feeling of safety. There's a feeling of peace. There's a feeling that they can't be touched. They can't touch me. I'm now in my environment. I'm in my domain. I'm in a place where it's quiet and peaceful and you can't affect me. Mm. You know, that's what, how people think when they go into the rural area. They don't realize when you go into a rural area, you're more subjected to mm. being assaulted and programmed and targeted than you are in the city. <clears throat> because who's going to care what happens out in the county? Who's going to care what happens out in the reservation? Who's going to care if you're in the middle of Timbuktu somewhere? They can hit you, abuse you, beat you, do whatever, kill you, and nobody would know the difference. Nobody. Okay? So, when the concept of people going into a rural environment or going off-grid, there's a certain sense of a false security that goes with it. They can target you anywhere they want on the planet. They have your identification just through your DNA alone. And if you're still using a cell phone or any kind of technology that has to use airwaves, they can track that anywhere on the planet. Anywhere. So you're not as safe as you one would think if you go into a rural area. Uh, you have an advantage in the rural area, but having a solid community is key. The supermarket doesn't supply shit where filled uh, up in the city. Targeting, uh, targeting, targeting is at uh, second level anyway. Uh, I wouldn't say that's true, to be honest with you. I got people that live in a rural area and they're constantly being hounded and pounded with voice to skull. And there's a lot of shit going on in these rural areas where you have a lot of Masonic influence in those areas. People don't realize that either. You have Masonic, Masonic or Jesuit influences. In, in Ontario, the further north you go, the more, more the Jesuit influences there. So, again, you will get hit, and you'll get hit in such a way that if you try to talk to people in the rural area about being targeting, they'll look at you as some kind of crackers, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're a crackpot. Um, so, you know, it's it, there's no real safe area. And if they decided, excuse me, if they decided 
to bring in a drone swarm and wipe out the village. Who's going to know? Who's going to know? The news isn't going to cover it. The only reason we see shit on the news today and in the media is because this is what they want you to see because they want to implement more fear into you. When you see the United States or, okay, I won't say the United States because we really, you know, whatever, but it was the U.S. targeting Turkey, hitting it with a uh, energy weapon from, from outer space or from up, up above, creating the tectonic shift in the plate. Now Istanbul is worried about a 7.5 earthquake because of the repercussions of what the U.S. did to Turkey. And if you look at what's going on in, in New Zealand, now they're dealing with cyclones that have, that's going to cost billions to, re, to restore um, New Zealand. That's just from one impact of one incident that the U.S. targeted in one country. And we're not done hearing about the implications of what that is doing. Now we've got this shit going on in the United States. 11, 11 targets have been hit in America alone. And that um, incident in Palestine, Ohio, we got reports now in Ontario, where we're seeing this this solvent is on the ground. It's being close to the cars, and they're hitting it. There's oils coming out of it. And a guy sent me a, a report uh, that these two guys were saying that this was fake because they didn't see people putting a hazmat. You know, I I was listening to that, and I kept thinking to myself. Why would they? If these people are trying to get these people dead anyway, they're not going to give them whatever. They just want to eliminate them as well. They are now witness and privy to the to the effect of what was going on. So when I see what's going on in Canada, on my side of the lake, and the pollution that has been brought over by them here, it makes you wonder, you know, how much more devastation is this going to occur? And the chem cloud that went up into the air, apparently there was a lot more than just the one. And then we had a train wreck in Michigan. And again, no fire and flames, but how much of that had leaked out of the tank? Nobody really knows. We'll find out when people start dying of cancer. Uh, well, I don't know if they're on a private island or underground. Some say you're on the ground, whatever. Um, but they're having a party and you're not invited. Just put it that way. You know, uh, opening grid, dumping all technology, and even then, if you've uh, been a doctor, they have your DNA. Well, they've got your DNA uh, from when you were born. <laughs> when you were born, they took they took samples of your of your blood and everything, they've got your DNA on record. Uh, Non-ionizing radiation uh, related technology, it doesn't matter where you are, you can't get away. Well, you can get away if, you, if you're inside of a mountain that's made of iron or copper. That, that, or if you're in an environment where you shield it very heavily in the environment by copper or iron. You know, uh, I'd like to share interview with you guys that came up today. Uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, very interesting interview. Uh, screenshot this and check it out. Okay. Mm. Uh, 
stopping traveling at the speed of light, like a microwave can circle the equator like seven times less than a second and ain't hiding uh, nowhere. Well, like I said, a microwave has limitations. You know, it can run at the speed of whatever, but if you're inside of a, inside of a shielded area, that, again, that has a copper or iron uh, shielding, it will not get through. It will deflect it. Now, there's other ways of reading you for sure, but um, and microwave won't be the only thing, but it can be diverted. Um, so let's see here. Um, yeah, let's see here. Right, if they have our blood samples, the medical records, don't you think they are going to do some kind of cabal uh, managers? If, if so, how can we protect us? Well, Will they do cabal magic on us? I'm sure that everybody in their mirror has done something to us through some indirect route. You've been programmed all your life. Everything you've watched on television has been nothing but witchcraft and the occult. So you've already got that operating system in your head and in your system. Uh, the cabal thing is just going to be another thing that's in the game, and that's probably and also in the media as well. If we are to think that the Zionists owns the media, I am sure that they have also implemented any kind of Kabbalistic, uh, occultic, whatever you want to call it, uh, theme into their into their viewership. So a lot of things that they've been showing us have been has been very vain, um, very base. All the sex shit we've seen on television, that's all been, uh, again, keep us that down at the lower level. You know, all the uh, violence that we've seen on television, it's all, again, to uh, keep us at a lower level. All the greed and the um, uh, manipulation and the cheating and the lying, again, been, again, that's all part of the occult. It's all part of that. So, protection, one of the things is to avoid that kind of medium. Medium. That brings up darkness. And the other thing, I keep telling everybody, read the gospel. Power is in the gospel. Power is in Christ. You know, I keep telling everybody to read this, these things. Because, again, when you read how Jesus has authority over demons and gives you that authority, then it only stands the reason that you should read it. And I'm not telling you to be religious. I'm not telling you to have any kind of religiosity. You know, I'm telling you to read it for what it is. They test autistic kids for a genetic mutations here. Okay, well that's that's everywhere, uh, uh, even over here, no, even over here. Uh, good to know. Still wouldn't hurt to have a little. I I'd like to have a little silver when I can afford it, but I'm not putting much faith in the in those currencies. No, not a good idea. Um, you know. I'm going to now play something in regarding to, since we're all talking about gold and silver, I want you to see the scenario of the utopia that they're bringing in. And what this utopia is in, in, involved. Like I said, they are going to be bringing in this digital uh, you know, ideology. And you're going to have the Barbie doll look, the Barbie and Ken look, you know, the 1960s Barbie and Ken look, and the, the, the orderly looking doll, you know, the 
big boob type butt, slender looking blonde, and the can with the dark hair and broad shoulders and, you know, dressed in a suit and all nice and dapper and, you know, all, everything that's slim, no gut, no, you know, no, nothing, just, you know, all squared off. The pretty, I can't say that, uh, but the pretty, um, the pretty, okay? And when they get you into it, when they get you into it, um, that's when they got you, and that's when they can start then implementing any kind of control mechanism they want, because you got no choice. You don't go along, you shut off your money. You go, you don't go along, you turn off the electronics. That's why I said I don't know how much how much value gold and silver is going to be in the system. If you're out in a community, it will work. But as far as inside, I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, let me find the vid before I get there. I'm going to play this thing. I'm going to play a little bit more about this guy, too, but ah, this one here. Government. Okay. There we go. This is a AI projected British broadcasting whatever. And we're going to hear about this wonderful utopia remember there's a party going on you and i aren't invited remember that hold on here we go the uk government will soon be introducing fundamental changes in how money works the changes are being planned by central banks around the world including the uk's central bank the bank of england these changes once introduced will affect everyone. So, what are these changes really about? The changes being proposed will mean that you will no longer have full control over your spending. In fact, what they are planning is the replacement of money with something which is fundamentally different. Therefore, it's not just cash they want to remove from the economy, it is money itself. Pay attention, because if the new monetary system is allowed to happen, it will be very difficult to reverse, and could mark the beginning of the end of human freedom. In order to explain the changes that are being planned right now for your tomorrow, let's explain a little bit about how your money works today. Let's imagine that John decides to buy his daughter a birthday present from Argos. He chooses the product he wants, then pays £50 using his debit card. You might think that £50 is immediately transferred from John's bank account to Argos's bank account. But this is not what happens. A record is created showing that John's bank owes Argos's bank £50 and John's account will even show that the money has left his account, but the actual transfer of funds does not occur at the time of purchase. John's £50 purchase is one of about 50 million UK transactions that occur every day, and although in each case the account may show that the money has been transferred, the actual movement of funds between the banks only occurs once every day, every 24 hours. All the payments made to and from each of the UK's 300-plus registered banks are added up 
to determine how much each bank owes the others. The Bank of England, which is the central bank that all other banks in the system are connected with, derives the total amount that each bank owes and is owed for that debt. The Bank of England then intermediates and exchanges funds between all the other banks. So the Bank of England does not know anything about John or the £50 he spent on his daughter. John's money is just a tiny part of a huge transfer of funds. This means that the only organisation that can see what John does with his money is his own bank. The central bank cannot see what John spends his money on or when he spends it. And John's bank is under an obligation not to share details of his spending with anyone. This means that, rightly, there is a good degree of anonymity and privacy over what John decides to spend his money on. This, in turn, means that a government or central authority, such as the Bank of England, cannot directly restrict John when he uses his debit card, because it has no visibility of what John is doing with his money. If John had paid for the present with £50 of cash, then the purchase would be completely anonymous. Nobody, including John's bank, would know what he had spent his money on. So, cash transactions are truly anonymous, and debit card transactions have a high degree of anonymity, because only your bank can know about it. So, what is this new system? The name of the new system is called Central Bank Digital Currency, or CBDC. It sometimes has other names, such as smart money. Here's how it works. Let's imagine that John, again, decides to buy his daughter a birthday present from Argos. His mobile phone has a smart money wallet or app on it, from which he pays £50 for the product. The app communicates directly with the central bank, the Bank of England, and the money is transferred from his digital wallet to Argos's digital wallet in less than a second. The transfer of funds occurs at the time of purchase, and the transaction is recorded and approved by a centralised computer system on a centralised blockchain. A blockchain is a special computer program that records information very reliably and cannot be amended. The centralised computer system runs continuously, and can deal with hundreds of transactions per second as they occur throughout the entire economy, processing all of the public's purchases being made by millions of digital wallets. This sounds fantastic, and is so much quicker and simpler than the old system, but there is a fundamental difference, which is that all transactions are centralised in real time as they happen. In other words, one system will be able to know about every single digital transaction in the economy as the transactions occur. This is the critical difference with the new digital monetary system that everyone needs to be aware of. All transactions are centralized in real time as they happen. The people who are planning this new system have made it clear that it would be useful in their eyes to use artificial intelligence algorithms in real time to block certain public transactions for a range of different reasons. So, what does this mean for John? Let's just say there is another lockdown, and the government want to stop the public moving about the country. With this new system, they could introduce a simple change. That would mean John's wallet would only work if he was located within a certain distance of his own home. 
Argos is two miles from John's house, and he decides to go and buy his daughter a birthday present. He attempts to pay £50 for the product with the app. The app communicates directly with the Bank of England's computer system, and the system rejects John's payment before it is made, because the system knows that John is two miles from his own home, and John's wallet has been limited to spending within just one mile. John cannot now buy anything unless he moves closer to his own home. His money is now useless if he wants to go anywhere. Why doesn't John just use cash? That would be a good solution for John as long as cash is still in use. So how might this new system be introduced? The Prime Minister called an emergency meeting today to discuss the unprecedented slide into economic recession in the UK and global economies. Inflation is out of control, and high interest rates are causing thousands of house repossessions. All cash points and over-the-counter cash services are now frozen, and millions of people face losing their life savings as a number of high street banks are declared insolvent. The government and the Bank of England are accelerating the introduction of a new central bank digital currency, which all bank customers in the UK will be able to receive in exchange for their existing money, which in many cases is now unobtainable from their bank accounts. The government say that the new digital money will help the economy recover from recession and will be used to bail out public and corporate money currently held in millions of bank accounts by banks that are at the point of collapse. It says cash unobtainable from this account. It's frozen our money. Bleeding out, John. I've actually got me out. We've only got £120, and when that's gone, nothing. I don't believe it. The bank's frozen our money. We've got £25,000 in that account, and no way of getting it back. Download your central bank CBDC wallet app today and get bonus digital pounds free. If you exchange your existing bank funds into your digital currency wallet now, you will receive free digital pounds for each account you exchange. You can then spend from your digital wallet by using your phone app, exactly like a debit card. Download the free app now from the UK government website or the App Store. John, we need to download the digital wallet thing. See if we can transfer it in. We've got no other option, love. Well, it's transferred and it's given us some bonus money. I can't believe it. How do you know it's worked? It's worked, love. Everyone's using this money now. Right, I'm off down Tesco to try it out. Recent figures show that the public's use of cash has halved in the last 12 months. Experts say this is due to the success and sheer convenience of the new CBDC digital money. The government has announced that all cash will be phased out completely over the next three years. I can't remember the last time I used cash. It seems so cumbersome and old-fashioned fiddling about with coins every time you want to buy something. It's much easier now.
Have you seen the remote control, love? <laughs> Look what I found. Remember these? What are you going to do with that? Well, I don't know. Look, why don't we keep it? I'll put it in a picture frame. Recent data from the annual climate change conference has revealed that only a drastic reduction in fossil fuel use will help protect against climate change. The government has announced limits on petrol and diesel use for all individuals in the UK, which will be enforced using smart money. Each wallet will be limited to a purchase of 15 litres per week, after which the wallet will be prevented from making any further purchases in that week. Ah, bollocks. <coughs> Growing concerns over obesity and bad health will be tackled using the Smart Money Network. The government proposes to limit the total number of sugary foods that each digital wallet can purchase in any given month. What? <coughs> Experts say that the new pandemic, which is 10 times more contagious and deadly than coronavirus, can only be defeated by minimizing all human contact and staying home as much as possible. In order to enforce this, all digital wallets will only work within one mile of the address at which they are registered. Shopping times will be staggered so that you can only make purchases for a two-hour period each day. All non-essential item purchases will be rejected. Jesus Christ! The government, in a move to stimulate growth in the economy, is trying to ensure that all benefit money paid out to the public is spent within an appropriate time period. From the 1st of August, all benefit payments, including the new social credits, should be spent within two months of receiving them. Benefit money will expire and be of no use if it is not spent within the two-month period. Blimey, they put in a shelf life on money. <sighs> Vaccination uptake for the latest pandemic is now at 95%. Anyone who has not been vaccinated will have restrictions placed on their wallets. For the 5% unvaccinated, spending will only be allowed at certain times and within one mile of home. Certain goods such as alcohol, travel tickets and restaurant purchases will not be available for those who have not been vaccinated and their digital wallets will not work outside of the UK. Wow. <sighs> Concerns are growing over people who grow and supply their own food outside of government-approved companies. The government will be restricting the purchase of all seeds and other farming products for anyone that is not a registered farmer. What are they doing that <clears throat> The government is trying to reduce the amount of red meat people eat in their diet for environmental and health reasons. Digital wallets will only be allowed to purchase 8 ounces of red meat per week. How much is 8 ounces? In order to protect the environment, the government is introducing limitations on the amount each wallet will be able to spend on the following products. Aerosol cans, single-use plastics, coal, meat, chocolate, fish and coffee. What about fence? In a move to encourage good behaviour, the government is awarding digital currency direct to your wallet if you report on anyone breaking lockdown rules or report on individuals expressing extremist views. Anyone deemed to be expressing extremist views may in turn have restrictions placed on their wallets. 
What's happening, extremist beings? If you give up your cash, you will give up freedom to yourself, and you will give up the freedom of generations to come. It's not the convenience of the new money that is important. What is important is the fact that centralized administration of smart money could be used to control every aspect of your life. Say yes to keeping cash and say no to centrally controlled smart money. What they are going to propose is not money, it is a social control system. Please spread this message. Alrighty. Yeah. Their utopia. That's their utopia. They created the destruction of this planet, the inefficient use of energy, the inefficient use of farming, the inefficient use of everything that's going on today, the current economy that we have going on right now <clears throat> is all designed and created by the billionaires. All of them. Okay. And <clears throat> you can see in that one vid that they're now trying to unite everybody under the same umbrella to implement the same policy so that they do not lose control. You know, so we are in a situation now where um, the agenda is moving forward. I'm reading the comments here while this is going on, and you're correct. A lot of young people today will go along right with this. They're so used to using their cell phone for everything else, including to wipe their ass, that they'll use it for currency. This is a given. The perspective of freedom for these young people, they don't have. We never had freedom. We had privileges. They're not even going to have privileges. They're going to accept this as a way of living, as a norm. They'll grow up with this as thinking this is how they have to be. Imagine getting only eight ounces of meat a week. That's 24 grams of protein, real protein. When you're looking at the body's need for protein, it's all based on body weight and body composition. And if you're a sedentary person, generally speaking, more, most people need minimal of 50 grams of protein a day, much less a week. That means that the brain functionality of most people will decline even more rapidly than where they're at today. So again, when we're looking at this concept of protein and needing meat consumption, if they throw in dairy and eggs with that as well, and fish and lamb and game meat, you will not have enough protein in your diet to maintain brain functionality, much less organs or even producing enzymes. And if they intend on feeding you or compensating you with grasshoppers and crickets and mealworms and cockroaches and God knows what else, nuts and seeds and soy, you won't live very long either. In fact, your lifespan probably be cut in half. So if the average lifespan is 120 years, according to biblical uh, teachings of the, of the past, 
We're not even getting to 120. We're getting, we're barely getting to 80, 84, 85. So if you take that number, 85, and divide that in half, that's 42 years old, 42 and a half years old. That will be the average lifespan of people on the planet. Imagine that. Uh, well, you're correct. I agree with you. I still feel they are going to kill everyone on uh, no matter what the bullshit they're trying to fight. For sure. That's what this is all about. Their utopia excludes you. That's why I keep repeating what George Carlin's saying. There's a party going on. You and I are not invited. They want to eliminate any history. Anybody who's been around long enough to know the difference, they want to eliminate. Anything they got left, anything that's going to be left behind, if there is anything left behind in their utopian bullshit. Because this utopia idea that they've got is going to destroy everything. They've already been destroying things. Like I said, everything that we see today, right now, everything that we are living in today and experiencing right now at this moment has been brought on by the billionaires. The Klaus Schwab's, the Trudeau's, the Biden's, the Trump's, all of them. King of Saudi, you know, Putin. These are the billionaires and the millionaires of the planet right now. They are where they are at because of the inefficiencies and the the um, the lack of proper perceptions, long-term looking. They were they were going for the short-term, quick buck, quick quick conquest, and uh, be damned with the consequences. As I also stated, corporations also did the same thing. The cars we're driving are the most inefficient technology for the last hundred years. We're still driving antiquated technology. Like I stated earlier, how is it that cars in Europe are getting 70 to 80 miles to a gallon and we're only getting 25 to 35 miles to a gallon in the, across the Atlantic? It's stupid. We're worried about methane in the sky. We're worried about a carbon footprint. And yet, it's their technology that they gave to everybody to utilize so they could profit that's caused the problem. And yet, not one red penny is coming from these billionaires to clean up their own shit. Not one. I don't care where you live on the planet. If you've got mining, if you've got steel uh, production, if you've got any kind of technology that you're building, Anything to that of that nature. There's also there's always a residual or residue of toxicity that has to go somewhere And usually winds up in the environment You know how much money did Monsanto utilize to clean up the genetic damage done to the soil that they created how much money did the universities and the industries that are working with nanotechnology, nanobiotech, and nanogenetics have they spent to clean up the shit that they released into the environment? Think about that. Think about that. 
all this nanoparticles are being dumped in the sky, from the sky, and these nanites are being released into the atmosphere, how much did the military-industrial complex spend to clean up the shit that they've thrown on the earth? How much? And yet, you will be blamed for all the problems of the planet. Because of your carbon footprint, this is what this digital ID is doing. It is putting the blame back on the general population. They're going to control what you buy, because they're saying you're consuming too much stuff as a result of producing more uh, pollution, because now we have to manufacture more goods in order for this to supply you with what you need. You know, you can't, you're going to eat 24 ounces of meat? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the black market is going to thrive. The black market is going to thrive. Because if they, and they're going to steal the resources. They're going to steal what they need. Even if they got to take apart the drones to get the technology from that, they will steal what they need and they will bring that in and people will start, will, there will still be a black market going on. It'll be just done differently. You know. Um, so, when we're looking at all that's going on right now, you know, don't ever take the blame for the, for the environmental disasters that these billionaires and these corporations and these bankers created. They created the problem. And yet they won't spend a penny to fix their mess. They want you to do it. They want to regulate you as, and blame the environment. At the same time, guys like Bill Gates are stealing the resources by investing. You know. And, and he's flying around in all these jets and saying, well, he's part of the, he's part of the, he's part of the solution. You know how they keep telling us, and I keep hearing this all the time, the same theme over and over and over. Haven't you heard that you're going to own nothing and be happy? Remember that? You'll own nothing and be happy. How come these billionaires are not giving up their money. How come these billionaires are not spending money to fix the problem? I mean, they'll be happy. They won't have anything. Won't they be happy? Think about that. They are ready to put onto the general population that you own nothing and be happy. Yet I don't see not one of them leading the charge. I don't see Schwab leading the charge. I don't see Bill Gates. Lead. Bill Gates is buying more land in America. Land that has water underneath it. Lots of water. Water is going to be a premium. It's going to be worth more than gold. And he knows this. You know. Uh, my, this is my point. The, the whole concept of you're going to own nothing and be happy. Well, how come they are not taking all their wealth, all their power, everything they got to fix the shit they created in the last 80 years? Yet they're talking about a utopian society. The utopian society that they have built, or the, the wealth that they have built, is based on shit. 
the shit did by products that they have created and caused. All this technology we have, from nanotechnology, artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence is controlling this planet. It's controlling the planet. When Klaus was, he says, he does, they don't understand how quantum computers are working, the self-replication, they don't understand it. They don't grasp the fact that these things are operating systems that can be programmed and they're an extension of artificial intelligence. That's why these doctors that you're watching in all these uh, inquirer type uh, uh, videos on the internet will never ever solve this, ever. They're too effing stupid, number one. They don't, they don't understand the nature of synthetic biology, number two. They don't get the fact that nanoparticles are programmable particles and that they have an adaptive program. They won't get to that for another 40 years if they get to it at all. They will never see it in a million years. They will never see it coming in a million years. They're so caught up on their doctrine and their medical bullshit that they've been programmed to accept and follow that they will never get it, get to it. By the time they get to it, most of the planet will become extinct. That's where this. That's how far behind they are. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm starting to truly believe that there's that there's us, mankind, and zipperheads are just not human. Not sure what they what they're okay. Um, so I just said black market uh, Democrats would be. You know what? It it's as long as people keep listening to the political jargon that these, these billionaire controlled puppets that we call politicians, as long as they are uh, again repeating or rehashing their the agenda of the billionaires, this never gets solved ever. Ever. Russia right now has put a military tank in the field in the Ukraine. This tank is an AI operated system. In other words, this tank can now make decisions on who it's going to kill without the interference of anybody in control. The AI will decide whether to attack or not. It will assess the um, environment, it will assess the um, situation and take and take and make the decision. If you really want to see something of this magnitude, it's, and again, being entertained with it, go look up Monsters of Man and look up freemovies.com, I think it's called Free Movies, and you can see where they're at right now with this kind of tech. So when we're looking at the um, uh, when we're looking at all the stuff that's going on currently and the agenda that's being propagated, you have to understand this is the, this is the ends to a means of terminating mankind and them collecting all this DNA data so that if they want to uh, somewhere up the way reboot the gene the genome or study the genome and come and create their own genetic anomalies that will reflect Lucifer instead of God, they now have that DNA capacity. And if they want to incorporate that into some 
um, uh, incorporate that into some sort of slavery. In order for utopia to exist, it's going to need workers. And in order for workers to go along with this bullshit, it would have to be a programmed droid. One that isn't going to challenge them, one isn't going to demand more rights or more privileges or more benefits, one that would just do the work. You know, uh, so, uh, so again, when we're looking at all this stuff, and we're seeing this stuff for what it really is, you're going to begin to realize, like I said, there's a party going on, you and I aren't invited. There's something else I want to play here, I'm going to find it real fast. Um, let's see here, what's this one? Oh, this one. Okay, I'm going to play this as well. I want you to hear this because, again, this is all along the same thing. It's all along the same thing. Hold on one second. In the movie Knowing, the news reported a major oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Six months before 9-11, a lone gunman episode showed us the World Trade Center being targeted by a hijacked passenger plane. Corner of Liberty in Washington. Oh, that happened. We're going to crash the plane into the World Trade Center. And last year's film, White Noise, was about a train wreck that poisons a small town in Ohio. This is the very same story now playing out in real life. Within a year of White Noise's release, the actual event occurs in real life, in Ohio, in Texas, and in Michigan. This is known as predictive programming, and its purpose is to psychologically trick the minds of the masses into accepting major traumatic events that would otherwise be resisted. In the book, Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, Michael Hoffman describes a mind control technique known as the revelation of the method. And he writes that when the revelation of the method is performed in a veiled manner, accompanied by certain occult signs and symbolic words, and elicits no meaningful response of opposition or resistance from the target, it is one of the most efficacious techniques of psychological warfare and mind rape. Sarah Elkhaldi of the Alchemist YouTube channel does an excellent job of explaining all this. According to Elkhaldi, there is a law of nature in this universe that compels the dark occult to first gain our consent before trespassing against us, because they believe this protects them from the natural laws of cause and effect. They offered and we accepted, so it's all fair. 
a lack of response to an action is often taken as an approval of that action. And there is an old Latin proverb that says, he who is silent when he ought to have spoken and was able to, is taken to agree. Silence is considered by many to be a form of consent. And so it is through a veiled performance of the revelation of the method technique that these dark occultists believe they are gaining our consent, what we know as predictive programming. With predictive programming, the minds of the masses are impregnated with visuals of a major event before it happens. This is done through all forms of media and can be very subtle so that nobody notices. But the subconscious mind notices everything and can easily be programmed through repetition. And so these controllers repeat whatever it is that they want us to accept as reality. Because these images are delivered to us through entertainment, they elicit no meaningful response of opposition or resistance. And so we accept them subconsciously. And when the event happens in real life, it is already familiar and acceptable to us, as if that's just the way it is. It's a mind trick, and it works by keeping everyone locked in a spectator state. This causes what is known as paradigm blindness, which is when a person is incapable of seeing any reality other than what they've already been exposed to by the media. This paradigm blindness will cause a person to get emotionally triggered whenever confronted with an alternative point of view that they have not been programmed to accept. It's a very powerful mind trick, and the solution is quite simple. We need to stop living as spectators of someone else's reality. We need to start creating our own reality. And we need to remember how to say no, because they offer it to us and we accept it. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Okay. This whole thing the WF is doing is exactly this very thing here. It's not just predictive programming, but that whole paradigm concept where you're seeing something repeated over and over and over. They keep on repeating their bullshit every 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 chance they get. Okay. Um, and when we're looking at that, it becomes eventually, after a while, we start assuming that this is a reality. You know, and again, the very thing that he says at the end, start creating your own reality. Everyone that starts creating something other than the narrative that they're predicting or, or um, promoting will be a threat to their stability. Okay. What they want is the same thing that was going on in the days of, of, um, of Noah. You know, one mind, one voice, one, one, one uh, thought. Uh, again, an artificial intelligence or an, or an advanced intelligence had already conquered mankind in the, in the concept that they were one mind and one, one voice. They didn't even have to communicate in order to build that antenna they called the tower back then to the heavens, again, to break the permanent. They were already under the control of, of an, again, an advanced intelligence. Nimrod was the king, and apparently he had enslaved everybody, and they, again, they didn't even need to speak. They knew exactly how to construct the construct. 
that's where this is going today in this one mind one voice mentality that they're trying to implement these are again i don't know what you wanted how you really want to define them and you know fallen angels demons archons reptilians whatever anti-god that's just, that's just that's probably the best way to uh, surmise it anti-god anti-mankind um, exactly well the whole, that's the whole idea you know people are so flooded with images that when it actually happens they are not shocked or moved to any action again it's, it's called this desensitizing people so that when you repeatedly show them trauma when the trauma actually happens they don't re react or respond you know me growing up where i grew up we were constantly being exposed even on television to violence in wrestling the wwf or the, whatever it's called the wwe you know it was all about violence good guy against bad guy this guy had a gun this guy had, and the good guy always won that was all being programmed into us you know when you're watching you know, how, uh, 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 TV shows and all those advertisements about buying a car or buying a refrigerator or buying shoes or buying a, buying shit you didn't need. This is the billionaires of today. That's who, who did this. They created the consumerism uh, program that everybody went under. I said this on one of the shows when Ronald Reagan was president of the United States. What did he do? He said, we can't make any money if you build a refrigerator. It's going to last you 10 or 20 years. you got to make them last only three years. So we can stimulate the economy. Well, again, stimulating the economy at the expense of what? Again, leaving a footprint. You know. The whole damn thing has been built on bullshit. All of it's bullshit. You know, getting the bigger house, getting into bigger debt, getting into all that stress and having all these health issues because you can't eat properly, you can't rest properly. Again, but this is the dream. And that big house, the big white picket fence, the two kids, the car, the wife, the whole beaver the beaver mentality, and yet none of that is sustainable. None of that's sustainable. Tony, they say that those in the direct area of Ohio train derailment will suffer, can't, whatever, if not already. Is there anything that can be done to help these people and the animals? Uh, they have to leave the area. There's no way they can stay where they are. The water's fucked. The land is fucked. The air is fucked. They can't stay there. But the government is not going to remove these people either. There was a thing about that where the government has to uh, compensate these people with the money to be able to buy a house somewhere because they damaged the, the uh, and the insurance companies do not want to make a claim. And what's going to happen here, and I'll tell you what's going to happen, the insurance companies will take this to court, and they'll prolong this in court for about 10 years, and in the 10-year time frame, probably 90% of the village that's there today will be dead. That's what they did in Vietnam. That's what he did with Agent Orange when he spread that shit all over Vietnam. All the soldiers were not protected, were not given the gear to protect themselves. What wound up happening is they came in, they came back to America, they proceeded to try to get compensation for being exposed to the dioxin that they were, and what wound up happening is they were dragged out in court for over 10 years, 
And what wound up happening, about 90-95% of the military that was, was um, um, exposed to that shit had all died of some kind of cancer. And the ones that did survive were screwed. Completely incapacitated. You know. So, um, that's what's going to happen. So they're not, they're not going to, if they stay there, it's just going to speed it up. You know. They'll have to detox those solvents out of their bodies, you know, and, and the best way to do that is using some form of saturated fat uh, or some sort of uh, dense fat. They'll have to consume, they'll help expunge that. They'll have to use um, uh, different blood purifiers. Saponins is another thing they'll have to use, again, to expunge this kind of stuff. It has to begin to everything. And they don't want these people alive anyway. That was done on purpose in a position that was done because you had uh, outlets and tributaries that went everywhere. The Ohio River went, goes right across all the way to Pennsylvania, all the way to Indiana. That's the farmland, when the, you know, one of the richest farmlands in in that part of the world. They have poisoned the food supply. They had a plastic factory in Florida. You had two factories that caught on fire, Dorel and, and Kissimmee. Again, these are food manufacturing places. All these assaults have been going on and the United States has been targeting the food supply chain. This has been going on for over a year. People still haven't clued in yet. You know, the whole concept of what's going on, this is, this is warfare. You know, you hit the breadbasket of the world and the rest of the world will starve. And... China and Canada and other countries have bought farmland other than Bill Gates in America. So that food that will be grown in the United States will now be exported to the countries that own that land. And if you want to buy that food, they'll export it back to the United States and charge you double. Does that make any sense? No, but that's what the billionaires have, have done. It's called double jeopardy. You grow it, you sell it, or, they, or they've already bought the land, so they own the product. They take it back to Asia, they box it, trade it, and then reship it back to America. And America now is, is paying for the very thing that they grew. Canada does it all the time. Canada, uh, in the east, Canada will grow uh, raspberries. Instead of packaging themselves, they'll ship it over to Maine, they'll package it in Maine. And ship it back to Canada for so that three three dollar um, container of raspberries will now cost you twenty bucks. Welcome to Canada, eh? <laughs> That's the way it is. Uh, we're no longer, you know. Again, the problems that we have are coming from guys like Klaus Schwab. He is trying to bring in the solution by bringing in a utopia. Really? This utopia is that of Christ. And the price is bloodshed. Big bloodshed. The next, and, I, and I'll say this, you can date this show. You can date this show, and I will tell you what will eventually happen. They are going to go after all these court cases that you're seeing. They're going after the little guy. The insignificant, the one that isn't going to make any big, big differences if they go to jail or not. The sacrifice. They will take on the sacrifice. 
And they'll go after these guys. And they go after the next wave. Once higher up the ladder. World War Four will engage full on. We'll see missiles and bombs and God knows what else flying in the air. We'll see AI robots and AI swarms and AI drones and AI this and AI fighting wars. They will do this in order to erase or eradicate any memory of what they've done. They are taking us to war. As I said earlier, the Russians are now playing with their toys. They're releasing these AI bots, and the United States is going to send their AI bots, and they're going to monitor these things, and they're going to make them more efficient. And they're going to develop this technology uh, as a live uh, exercise. The Ukrainian people, unfortunately, will be the, the price of the experiment. They will be the victims of this technology. That's what's going to happen. See, I don't have a whole lot. I got friends of mine that still believe that Trump is going to save the day. I can't believe it, but they do believe this stuff. And they don't realize that Trump, Biden, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush, and all the ones beforehand are all on the same page. They're all part of the same club. They just make the adjustments as they go along. You know, uh, so when we're looking at the whole enchilada, that's where this is all going. I do not see us really winning anything in their system. You can't win in their system. They control the judges. They control the lawyers. You know. Uh, <clears throat> so when we're looking at all that's going on today, you know, we need to realize that in order to make a change, we either A, rebel, have a revolution, or B, secede, remove yourself from the table. Only other way. And there may be another way, but not, those are the only two ways that I can see. In Canada, I don't see a revolution happening, and, and a secession is, will, would work as well, but I don't see that happening here either. So, small town in Missouri in the 80s was exactly because of the oxygen sprayed on the dirt road. It's not livable to this day, and $100 million is spent to clean up the dirt. Yep. That can't be cleaned up either. You know, they, they'd have to put it through a hopper, even if they use the zeolite on the soil and remove the zeolite that will not fully. Uh, that, that, it's gone. It's just gone. You know, that'll be about 500 years before that will finally break down, if at all. And then whatever comes out of, out of that will be genetically altered forever. So, um, we're no longer living in that, again, that reality. I think half a million Iraqi children died from sanctions. Many are, are deformed from uh, using depleted uranium. Until today, children are born. Yep, that, and that, they were saying... That was going to last for at least a hundred years. All that depleted uranium that they shot in Iraq. Again, that was another territory that they were testing their toys on. The United States right now happens to be the new territory. Ukraine happens to be the new territory. And anybody that decides to challenge the United States authority will be the new territory. You know, uh... It's 
wherever we are at today. And there was something else I wanted to get to. Give me one second here. Let's see what it was. No. Yeah, this is this. I'm just gonna play this. This is this is the ship from Ohio that's near Ottawa and came across the, the lake. Hold on. Ice and snow. <laughs> what's going what's going on here is she's got ice on the car and as she's hitting the ice, she's cracking it, and what's surfacing is this solvent oil-based coating that's underneath the vehicle, or underneath the ice, rather. This came from Ohio. Everyone's saying, some people are saying this is fake and fraud. That's such bullshit. The, um, it's not the only spot in Ontario that this is happening. It's not just one spot or one location. But anyway, this is what they're, this is another one where, um, they got you're seeing it on the road as the snow as the snow is evaporating they think it's melting it's not melting it's evaporating this shit's coming out again these areas are having this high residual drop from the atmosphere are going to wind up with, again cancers this is going to pollute all of all of that part of uh this is out around lake ontario two lakes that were affected lake erie and lake ontario two main main lakes of the five great lakes Lake Erie was already heavily polluted, so was Lake Ontario. Lake Ontario had heavy, heavy loads of radiation there. Yet here we are. <laughs> here we are. You know. Uh, anyway, I'm going to play a little bit of this. I want everybody to, um, you know. Uh, again, I'll, I'll stop and, and explain some stuff as we go along. Hold on. There's a lot to this. Here you go. By Strauss and Howe. Uh, their, their understanding of history is they went back 500 years to American and British history, showing a pattern that about every 80 years, every four generations, all the institutions are refined. Well, everybody uses all these terms that they use, but nobody wants to talk about what they were saying. So they do know. They don't just use these terms. They do know what they're talking about. But he says, my deep concern is that with the four IR technologies, if we don't work together on a global scale, if we do not formulate, shape together the necessary policies, they will escape our power to master those. Here I think <laughs> the fourth revolution, industrial revolution will be in our mind for quite some years to come. But what is very essential, my concern, my deep concern, is that the, those technologies, if we do not work together on a global scale, if we do not formulate, shape together the necessary policies, <laughs> they will escape our power to master those technologies, because uh, artificial intelligence, you can, it's relatively easy, let's say, to understand 
how a computer functions. Of course, if I go back to the first industrial revolution, how a steam engine functions. But how does really quantum computing function? How does um, artificial intelligence, particularly if it's self-replicating, functions? So one of my concerns is how to shape the necessary policies to make sure that those technologies serve humankind. <laughs> now, think about what you just said. Think about what you just said. I'm going to go play this back again. I want you to think of what you just said. It's basically saying that nanotechnology is, a, is synthetic biology or artificial intelligence. Think about what he just said here, okay? Give me a second, here we go. We'll play it again. Functions. Oh. So, functions. Those technologies. Because uh, artificial intelligence, you can, it's relatively easy, let's say, to understand how a computer functions, of course. If I go back to the first industrial revolution, how a steam engine functions. But how does really quantum computing function? How does um, artificial intelligence, particularly if it's self-replicating? Okay. <laughs> Self-replication has to do with nanotechnology. Okay. Now, when he's talking, he doesn't sound all that wise to me. In fact, he sounds kind of illiterate very illiterate and his again he's saying that how does you know artificial intelligence functions especially when self-replicating uh, uh, the concept here what he's telling you here that nanotechnology is a form of artificial intelligence. Why the medical field will never in a million years figure out how to stop this. They're never going to figure it out. They're never going to get it. They're never going to understand it because they're still thinking in terms of biology that isn't, is no longer applicable to what's going on today. You know, there's about 150 miles directly south in Ohio, and so many people either had no clue anything happened, and uh, two, if they know, the majority actually believe the ABC agency's response. <laughs> yeah, not a surprise. Um, um, you know, yeah, that's, but you know what? What you're saying there, people don't want to even think about the horror of something of that magnitude being released into the atmosphere and into the soil and into the water that will have long-term repercu repercussions in destroying the, the farmland and the environment in the state of Ohio, state of Pennsylvania, in the state of Indiana. This is going to have a long-term repercussion in the destruction of the environment. And that is really overwhelming when you sit there and consider this. Now, in the same token, that's affecting the 
two great lakes on that side of of the uh, the state. You got Lake Erie and Lake Ontario. Both now have these contaminants in the water table, which is going to be transferred into the farms and the fields, and it's already in the air. The repercussions of this is again. Uh, the implication of the replicas is, is overwhelming. Uh, 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 so again, this is the magnitude of what they've done. And there's look at every deck, they're saying this is a chemical bomb. This is this is a nuclear uh, this is equivalent to a nuclear explosion, what they've done. The amount of damage that this has done. And a nuclear bomb has a, a circumference kill area of 125 miles in circumference. In other words, if you took a center point and drew a circle 125 miles around that center point, that's as far as a nuclear explosion could go. If I lived in London, Ontario right now, and a nuclear bomb went off in Detroit, and a nuclear bomb went off in Toronto, I would get both blasts because it's exactly 125 miles between the two. One's about 122 and the other one's about 124 miles from each city. They would get a double blast. <laughs> now, the explosion in Detroit would get as far as London, Ontario, and the explosion in Toronto would get as far as London, Ontario, but, and so they would get a double hit. Well, the drinking water comes from, for these people in these, in all these affected areas, states, they'll come from the water, the water table, of course. Where's it else is going to come from? I live in the desert southwest, and what happens in Ohio affects all, yeah, it, it, eventually it will. Uh, yeah, lessons to the rescue. And again, that water is coming from the Great Lakes, which is shipped over to China, rebottled and shipped back. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> um, so, hey, Tony, do you have a cure for general disdain for the general public? Uh, it's called brandy. <laughs> Run it intravenously. <laughs> um, so all this stuff that's going on today, <laughs> yeah, run it straight into the vein. You know, bypass the oil, just straight to the brain. <laughs> you won't feel the same. <laughs> you know, and again, what we're seeing is beyond our control. Has nothing to do with us. These are the billionaires that are planning these objectives and the military-industrial complex is, is again carrying out the orders. The general population is not responsible for what just happened. And the government is not going to compensate these people either. Most of them will be dead before they see any kind of compensation. You know, there you go. Hold on, let me continue this. One second. Here we go. Well, I swap this close now. There you go. Oh, so, one of my concerns is how to shape the necessary policies to make sure that those technologies serve humankind. <laughs> but the second concern which I have 
and world governments have an important role. The change goes so fast in our world, and we go even faster. How can we make sure that the individual, each citizen, doesn't feel overwhelmed by change? Because Okay, now he says that each citizen doesn't feel overwhelmed by change. Who is he, think, who is he delegating or designating as the citizen? Is it you? Or is it the elite group that he's talking to? Is the citizenship that he's referencing, are they the people that are at that, attending that meeting, meeting? The millionaires and the billionaires are in that meeting right now. What citizenship is he referring to? Because the common guy is going to pretty much be dead by the time this becomes a full blown um, integration if it doesn't get stopped. So what citizen is he talking about? And he's referencing humankind again. He's not talking about mankind. He's talking about humankind. These are things that you gotta catch when you're talking because this they're not referring to you. They don't they're not even referencing you at all. Let me continue here. Here you go. Because you cannot understand really what's going on and if we do not understand, we become fearful and we react negatively and we see the first consequences already in many countries with polarization of the public opinion. It has to do with some feeling that we lose control over our own fate. So much to unpack about that. First of all, you know, he says, we've got to make sure this serves humankind, right? Uh, to serve man was the Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> they get on the, the aliens land and it's like, we're here to serve man. They get on the spaceship and they find out that that name of a cookbook about how to cook people, right? How to serve man, how to serve fish, how to serve beef, how to serve man. Uh, but he doesn't like to use the term to serve man, right? Not even one, doesn't even want to say to serve mankind. He says to serve humankind. Right? We got to be politically correct. You can't make this too patriarchal. Problem is, man is still there inside human, right? <laughs> but it doesn't really change in that. The apocalypse will be gender neutral. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. Women and minorities will be hurt hardest when that. the end of the world comes. You know that. Uh, the uh, but what? Let, let's talk about what he said at the very end there. So nobody understands these technologies. You know, that includes the people that are making them. The, the scientists who work in quantum mechanics and quantum physics don't understand it. They said, if you think that you understand this, then you don't understand it. So, um, you know, they don't really understand what they're doing with quantum, and they don't really understand uh, what they're doing with AI. But they can make stuff that they don't understand <laughs> and hope that it all works out okay. That's where we are right now. And he said, if the general public gets this feeling that they have no control over what is happening. That's a dangerous thing for them, right? When I was involved in um, looking at asymmetric warfare and the military games are being done at an increasing levels, you know, maybe about, uh, let's see, nine years ago now, uh, and went to asymmetric warfare training uh, place in AP Hill, Virginia, Fort AP Hill. 
and other things like that. We, I, I spent a lot of time looking and investigating and researching what these people who were involved in asymmetric warfare were really about. And of course, asymmetric warfare, you got to put boots on the ground in order to control a country. If you go in on, based on lines of weapons of mass destruction into Iraq, you can very quickly uh, destroy all their military, their antiquated Soviet hardware. But in order to control the country, you got to put boots on the ground. And then you get involved in what we saw in the Iraq War, an asymmetric war, where you have uh, very sophisticated equipment, but people put up improvised roadside bombs, and it's kind of a stalemate there. And so they were saying, how, how do we fight this? And one of the ways that they were focusing on it, they said, not so much in, you know, how do we shield our equipment and the kinetics of it, but, but the psychology of it. They said, what motivates people to do this? And they were saying in the Islamic countries, they were saying it's not the religion that motivates them. Uh, because typically you see these guys who are leading the insurgency against American forces or the people who are leading these Islamic terrorist groups. So they weren't religious people to start with. They were typically highly educated, well-to-do, in their late 30s. And the reason they got involved is that they did turn to religion, but that was not what got them started. What got them started was the fact that they knew that they had no control over their future. We were there. We had taken and that's where we're at today. As long as the narrative continues to go the way it's going, you're going to have absolutely no control. Digital currencies and all the other bullshit they're bringing in, you are not going to have any control. They are going to control everything you do. Whether it's from the time you wake up, to the time you go to the washroom, the time you wipe your ass, everything will be under their control. Because they'll regulate everything that you're using, everything that they're that they're uh, allowing, you, they will have that in control. So again, the idea here is not giving that control, and to start creating your own uh, means of of living. Getting back to that again, and quit surrendering to the theology of government. You gotta cut it down. Uh, we're running out of time, so again, I always say at the end of these shows, read the Gospels, read what Jesus had to say, read what he did, read how he did it, and get acquainted with uh, the, uh, the New Testament. Read the book of Revelations, read the interdimensional war that's coming, read the whole New Testament, and get acquainted. See that about section here? you got people there that can help you. want to reiterate that Johnny and... Fiona this weekend will be on Liberty, star attraction of the show, to talk about nano and the constructs that can help you get over now so if you can. Join them at the Liberty Channel. You'll see the link as well. And uh, as I always say at the end of these shows as well, we are still here by the grace of God. So till the next segment, which will be Wednesday, 6 o'clock, so you see the wrong day on Earth because I'm working late and I'm just not fully focused but it'll be Wednesday 6 p.m. Eastern so we'll see you then thanks for showing up thanks for tuning in take care